0: Welcome to the Addison Free Will Baptist Church Sermon Podcast. Here you can find sermons from our Sunday and Wednesday night services. You can find more information about the ministry of Addison FWB Church on our website, addisonfwbchurch.org. Tonight's sermon is from Jamie Fortner, preaching, Who's Your Master? From Isaiah chapter 1, verses 1 through 5. Isaiah chapter one. We uh, a lot of different passages are preached out of in Isaiah, but not much about chapter one. And uh, I'll be honest with you, I really thought that what I was going to preach on was something different. Uh, but uh, I guess I have to better obey Him. What do you think, Matt? Amen. As the, the old preacher would say it, Isaiah. Chapter 1. The vision of Isaiah the son of Amos, which he saw concerning Judah and Jerusalem in the days of Uzziah, Jehoiakim, Ahaz, and Hezekiah, kings of Judah. Hear, O heavens, and give ear, O earth, for the Lord has spoken. I have nourished and brought up children, they have rebelled against me. The ox knoweth his owner. And they asked his master's crib. But Israel doth not know. My people doth not consider. A sinful nation, a people laden with iniquity, a seed of evildoers, children that are corruptors. They have forsaken the Lord. They have provoked the Holy One of Israel unto unto anger. They are gone away backwards. My soul should be stricken any more. Why should ye be stricken anymore, ye, uh, ye, ye will revoke more and more, the whole head is sick and the heart is faint. Lord, we love you, we praise you, God, I know, Lord, it's in you, Lord, that we live, we move, we have our being, we are nothing, Lord, and I stress that fact, God, I'm nothing without you, Lord. I pray tonight, Lord, that you take this vessel and use it for your glory, to build up your church. Which is a glorious church? Upon the name of Jesus Christ, I ask these things, and Amen. You may be seated tonight. Honestly, I really thought that uh, I would preach on chapter one, verse eighteen through twenty. But in reading all this, God uh, kind of directed my eyes, really, and my heart back to the part where God said there. He said, uh, "The ox knoweth his." My owner, the ask his master's crib, but my but Israel doth not know. Now I want to preach on this thought tonight. Who is your master? Who is your master? Now, uh, to answer that question, we first must: what is a master? A master is someone that has rule and authority over you, not only just to be able to tell you when to go in and when to come out, where to go in and where to go out, but also to make sure that your every need is provided. You see, for, for, you, to be, uh, uh, for you to have a master today means that you are a servant. We live in a world today where a lot of people, amen, listen, have built themselves up to be something that they're not. But my Bible said this, Matt. He said, Humble yourself under the mighty hand of God, under, right? Under the hand of God. And he will exalt you in due time. In other words, if we will submit our will, we will submit our ways, we will submit our life, we will submit our breath, we submit our eyes, we, we submit our ears, we submit our heart. And it goes on down through here, it talks about the heart is sick, the eye is sick. Every, listen, we live in a world today where, where people see nothing but evil. Oh, and, I, and when I read that, it may, you may have thought, well, here we go again. He's going to talk bad about all the things that are going on. Let me tell you what's good going on today. Amen. Number one, Jesus Christ is still Lord of Lords. Amen. His church is still a glorious church. We live in a world today where they say, well, you know, I guess the church is going down. And there's probably a few people saying, well, you know, they're closing doors every day. And they are. Amen. But here's what I know. Listen, that does not diminish one person from the number that John saw in the book of Revelation. As long as the earth abides, there will be a glorious church whether it be here or there. Right. Now, I realize if the Lord comes back right now at the sound of the trumpet... The church is out of here. The church is in heaven for the next seven years. I believe that uh, during the terminal reign, you can believe what you want. I believe that the Bible said, uh, wheresoever he is, we'll be also. If he comes back to reign, according to the Scriptures, we'll come back and reign with him, according to the Scriptures. So what I know is today, my master is still in control, and I'm not worried about it. Uh, Almost a year ago, we walked away from some income where we were pastoring. Listen, I didn't take that income to be their pastor. I was there because God led me there. They felt like that's what they wanted to pay me, and that's just the way I feel about it today. I, I listen. I, I I never set a price to preach a revival to do to do a wedding. I, did, I I and Rick will tell you the same thing. He's done a lot of weddings. Uh, Matt, I don't know if you do weddings or not, but I've done a lot of them for free. Done a lot of funerals. Never got a dime. You know what? But my master makes sure. Hey Amen. If you you can tell this old boy, don't go hungry. You want to come look in my closet and try to pull the drawers out on my chest. I've got a six-door chest about that high that's stuck from full from top to bottom. Why? Because my master. I know my master. Amen. You see, we live in a world today where people never thank God. Amen. I'm going to tell you something. You'll be, Fall, and crack some ribs, and you'll begin to thank God for breathing easy. Amen? Amen. Amen. Right. Amen. Right. For being able to sleep easy. I'm thankful for all that God has done for me. Two years ago, I walked away from a union job where I had good health insurance, I had good retirement. Amen. But you know what? I'm not making excuses. I was just killing myself to get there and get home, right? Because I was driving four hours a day, let alone working the eight or ten-hour shift, whatever it was. And I just got tired. And I said, Lord, I can't work for you if you need me to do something. I can't do it because I'm there. But if you'll make a way for me to provide for my family, pay my bills and put food on my table, God, I'll make myself a ready vessel for you. Brother, he's, my master. Has more than taking care of me, Amen. brother. Oh, he has blessed me beyond way beyond measure today. I often question, you know, the old Chris Christopherson song, "Why Me, Lord? What did I ever do to deserve all this? All these treasures is what he called him. Amen. But then the one writer said, "We had this treasure. What, listen, my, I have my master wherever I go. He doesn't send me alone. Amen. He goes before me, brother man. He's a waymaker when there is no way. I'm not talking about just financially. Amen. He, I get to go places that I never dreamed of." because he's in charge of my life. If this country realized who their master was, or should, or maybe I should rephrase that, if the church knew really knew who their master was, I believe we would enter that door with more praise on our lips. I believe we'd enter that door with more joy in our heart. I, listen, there are days I get discouraged, but I'm going to tell you they're not as many as what they used to be. Because here's what I' begin to realize about worrying. It don't get me anywhere. It don't solve any of my problems. There's an old song that says there's no other way but simply to trust and obey. Amen. Trust and obey. The latter part of this that I was going to preach on earlier said if you be willing and obedient, you shall eat the good of the land. Here's what I know today. When God is first in your life, when He's first thing you do in the morning is good morning, Lord. Listen, one of the first things I do, brother, is I open up the book. Why? My mind is clear well because I've just got out of bed and my mind is clear it's not cluttered with what's went down and down through the day I don't worry about going to work because it's not time for me to go yet but I made my mind up he is going to teach me something today I don't know how many times I've been blessed to read through that book I don't keep count and I'm not bragging to, to tell you that i not, not making that statement just to brag on myself what I'm telling you is that every time that I read it, Matt, I find something that I didn't find before. Amen. I get an encouragement. I get a nugget that I didn't see before. Amen. Something that, we're, I don't know, that maybe we just didn't need it at that time. Maybe we're at a point, a point in our life now that our eyes can see clearer. Amen. Listen, I, again, these old natural eyes, it's not the truth. I got to have these kind of things in context to see clear. But my spiritual eyes, the older I get, the better I can see. I never understood that when the old preachers talked about that. But now that I'm an old preacher, I've <laughs> been preaching for 31 years. I, I mean, I, it, don't see, it seems like, man, I just started on the journey. And it's been 31 years that God has been faithful. 31 years that God has led 31 years that I've tried to be obedient. I've not always been. I have failed God in many ways. But my master, who is your master today? What are you seeking after? David said, one thing that I have desired, and that will I seek after all the days of my life, that I may dwell in the house of the Lord every Sunday. Huh? They didn't say every Sunday, did they? Well, How about Sunday, Wednesday? No. Do you know where the house of the Lord is today? Right here, here, Earl. Right here. He dwells here. And listen, I've got enough sense to know that when Elijah died, Elisha died and they buried him, and they throwed a man into his grave, the Holy Ghost was still in that flesh. The Spirit, the anointing was still there. And that man, when he touched him, got up. Now here's what I know. Nobody may ever be thrown in my grave and get up. But what I know is, is when He calls, I'll get up. And that's all that matters to me, right? If all I had to look forward to was an old hole in the ground, amen, listen, my, my old lifeless body being thrown in there and going back to ashes and dust and all that, amen, listen, life would not be worth living. But I want you to know my Master's went prepare a place for me that where He is there I may be also, brother. Amen. What it's going to be like, I don't know. But when he appears, I, I'll be like him. Amen. Who's your master today? What is your focus on? We could we could focus on a lot of things around us, right? They're, they're up at Bomb Lumber, they have a big jar on the counter, and sometimes they make me put money in it because I'll come in and they'll say something. I said, "Well, you know." It is what it is. What does that mean, preacher? I can't change it. I can't change. What we I can't change the circumstances. There's no use me getting upset over it. I can't change it. Now, I've learned better. Right? I don't say that around there. I want to keep my little bit of money I got. They get enough of it. Here's what I know. I ain't got no money without him. I ain't got no food without Him. I ain't got no clothes without Him. I ain't got no breath. I ain't got nothing. I ain't got no hope. I ain't got no joy. I ain't got no peace. All but with Him, I got it all. I'm glad that when I got saved, I got the the package deal. (laughs) Got the whole package. I didn't have to go back a hundred times to get a hundred different things. I got all of Him. When He got all of me. Sometimes I try to take control of what I've already given him and he has to correct me. Yet y'all y'all don't do that, do you? I mean surely y'all don't rebel. <laughs> y'all ain't stubborn like me, right? You wanna know how stubborn I am, astronomy, so he'll tell you. What's your grin back under Most of the time when you tell me not to do something, just might as well get out of the way. I'm going to do it anyway. Right, Rhonda? <laughs> but you know what? I've learned better with him. Well, sure, my adversary will come in and say, you know, you could do this or you could do that or you could go here or you know, right? Nobody's gonna know. Does he do y'all that way? Yeah. If he don't, y'all ain't walking. Y'all ain't walking the same walk I'm walking, right? Because right. here's what I know: the devil never left Jesus alone. No, sure didn't. You think he didn't tempt him I, after the forty days that, that you know that he come down off the mountain, was baptized, at, or, uh, and then went forty days after that. <laughs> Excuse me. Nice. That's all he tempted him. I nope. Who do you you think was there in the Garden of Gethsemane saying, you know, you don't have to go to that cross if you just bow down to me. Here's what I know. I want to be like Him in so much that I came not to do my will but the will of Him that sent me. And wherever that may be. Right? It's funny how God will put you to your task. I remember back in nineteen ninety-nine, God was really blessing the church. I was pastor, we'd had twenty-six people saved up till like July. Through the end of June. Had had that's pretty good. Yeah. Right? God, I mean, it was just ready. We're gonna have to build on to the church. And I've been preaching if God I, listen, I'm gonna be so obedient if God said move to the back side of the desert. I'm gonna pack up and move. Yeah. July the fourth, nineteen ninety nine, God said we moved to Ohio, boy. I got up the next morning and I looked at Rhonda and I said, Rhonda, the Lord told me last night we need to move to Ohio. You know what my wife looked at me and said, Well I guess we'll have to move to Ohio. You tell listen, my dad had been begging us to move down here for years. I'll buy you a, a house over there, a mobile home, and I'll set it up. I'll hand, it, hand you the keys. All you got to do is move. And she said, no, Denver Fortner, I am not moving. <laughs> you see, because we are one, I can't help but believe when he spoke to me, he had to speak to her too because he's not going to bring division into my marriage. No, he's not. You hear me what I'm saying? If we're one like we're supposed to be, he, he's not the author of confusion, right? He had to be touching her heart when he spoke to me. Amen. Because she said yes. Now we didn't get a free home and free said the keys. I just want to throw that out there. We ain't been homeless. God's been good. I really wish, Livy, you guys would come and sing that song because I'm pretty well done preaching. All my life, my master has been faithful. All my life, my master has been so, so good. All my life, he's been faithful. What about yours? Listen, (laughs) when he called his servants together, he didn't look at him and say, All right, you messed up here, 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 here. He said, Well done. You've been faithful over this, this, and this. A few things. Yeah. Right? That's what he said. So enter on in. God doesn't require us to be perfect. You know why? Because we can't, it's impossible. You hear me today, it is impossible for you and I to live a perfect life. Amen. But we serve a perfect Savior who died in our place, was crucified for our sins, arose for our justification, is standing at the right hand of the Father, making intercession for a weakness like you and I today. If you're here today and you feel like you've failed, come to the Lord. Let him restore. Be like David. Lord, restore unto me the joy of thy salvation. Come on, man. You've been listening to the Addison Free Will Baptist Church sermon podcast. You can find more information and explore our outreach ministries on our website at addisonfwbchurch.org. Thank you for listening.